afternoon and welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet and I'm here in the studio with Ron Landis and the late Patty Fink. And it is just us today. Just us. Just us. And I brought a whole pocket full of cough drops because I have been coughing and choking and wheezing. So um, while I'm about to... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, what have you started? take, right? <laughs> so, uh, no guest today, but just a lot of news to catch up on. I mean, more news than we can probably cover in the, in the hour. Uh, I don't know what we want, want to get started on, but do you want to get a, we, we, you want to go and get our weekly George Santos story out of the, out of the way? Sure. Yes, let's see if yours is the same one I have. Okay, so on top of everything else that he has been caught in, I mean, he's just mired in, in, in uh drama and lies now there's a new one i'm like okay we, we no one could even write this stuff now he's being accused of being caught up in a credit card scheme apparently a gentleman got arrested and charged uh for I, 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 making credit cards and um false credit cards and scamming people out of them and uh he says that who taught him how to do it george santos wow yeah so, <laughs> well, I know he introduced a bill with with Marjorie Taylor Greene to ban LGBT books. Yeah, and I, I thought, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, do we know that he's straight? We don't. I mean, or gay? We yeah, don't. I, I asked that a month ago. I'm like, is he really gay? I mean, he has been. Well, so he claims he used to be married to a woman. Has anybody verified that? I have no idea. I mean, that's that's public, right? I don't think anybody cares. So, but but it's just another lie. But I, I guess the only tangible evidence we have that he may be really gay, there is proof that he did drag. Not that you have to be uh, gay to do drag. No, because the governor of Tennessee did drag. Right. The um, um, the the Chats line from Chats Fort line Worth from Fort Worth did it, and he introduced an anti-drag bill here in Texas. And what's his name? Is They've all done drag. Yeah, and what's his name from uh, New York has done drag. Uh, Giuliani. Giuliani. Giuliano. So yeah, you don't have in to be In a video with Donald with, Trump. With Donald Trump. <laughs> so you don't have to be gay to do drag, but that might be an insight too. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, as long as we're talking Congress, uh, Colorado Representative Lauren Boebert, who's 36, is about to become a grandmother. Yeah. When you granny before you're 40. Yeah. Yikes. Well, you know, it happens, but here's the problem with her. She is almost bragging about it. And she has, um, she's totally against um, any um, ch uh, teenage sex education, teenage contraception. Um, and, and she was a teen mom. And she was a teen mom. And um, apparently, in the story, they said that rural areas have the highest teen pregnancies and teen um, births in the country. I guess no surprise. She's fine with it that her son is about to be a father at 17. Is he married? No. Well, see, that's where I have the problem. <laughs> <laughs> David does not like bastard kids. When you wanted to have a child, <laughs> what did Patty and I insist that you do? Get married. Get married. Leave the country to get married because marriage was not even legal in this country yet. It was it. It wasn't, so... Okay, so I'm consistent. You're, you are being consistent. So you're all for this bill that's been introduced in Texas. About, Which one? Uh, of the 8,000, right, for, mm -hmm. for this cycle. Um, the one that says, we'll pay you cash in the form of 
of property tax discounts uh, for each and every child you have up through 10 children. Up to 10 now, kids. Uh, well, the 10, reason, you hit 100% of your property taxes. The reason wow. for this bill is very important. It's because of the shortage of people that we have in Texas. <laughs> He says with a straight face. I know. Oh, but wait, there's nothing straight about David. All right. Not at all. That's what, you know, when a legislator talks to me, I just take him at face value. And the reason that he's doing this is because of the declining birth rate in Texas. And we can't find anybody to replace these people. Hmm. These children that we're not having. How much did Texas grow from the last census? Oh. 10 million people? Not that much. I don't think it grew that much. Seven? I think quite a few. All joking aside, I do think the United States is at a zero population growth. Uh-huh. But is that a bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing. I mean... <laughs> We're replacing the people who exist today. Exactly. <laughs> and what, they, what that means is, for people who are like, what are you talking about? Their number of people dying is about equal to the number of births. So we're not really gaining much. But there's, a, there's this big um, full-fledged panic among um, white nationalists. That too. That white people are not having enough babies. And so oh, brown babies and black babies right. are outpacing them. Right. So they need more white people. No, here's the problem in the case of, of this bill. It's that the people who are moving to Texas are coming from places like California. Liberal. <laughs> you know, not everybody in California is liberal. Yeah, and that, that, that hasn't made a difference in our politics at all <laughs> so far. It really hasn't. <laughs> okay, so what this bill does yeah, they, they is get to it the gives specifics you, of the bill because, that, gives you a, because I can't take advantage of it. No, um, it gives you a tax deduction if you're married and have children. Uh, if you have four children, you get a 40% discount on your property taxes. If you have 10 children, you'll get a 100% discount on your property taxes. That's why the 11th child is the only one that's, that's made from love. <laughs> the rest are made for cash. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you have to have four children before you start getting the discount on this. Now, Ron, even though you have multiple children... <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay, so you have one. Um, you have to be heterosexually yes. married. Yep. So one reason this is unconstitutional. Yep. Second one is you can't be divorced. Neither partner can be divorced. And remarried. And remarried. And oh, then have if kids. You're, if you're not, and then get the discount. If you're not married or remarried completely out so wait what if you're divorced both par parties have been divorced they remarry and then they have a biological child no, no. still no. no still no you're okay. divorced because they're getting so penalized no. for life on the divorce <laughs> you're stained for life <laughs> you're stay okay no divorces according at all. to this according bill to author this, okay. yeah. yeah the bill uh it's written by brian slayton uh he's from east texas he's dubbed the bill the get married stay married be fruitful and multiply bill Wow. That's a that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. So even even if I, which I'm not going to, even if I went out and had some more babies or adopted some babies, I'm still out of luck. Now, the thing with adoption yeah. 
if you're bringing an adopted child into the marriage, mm-hmm. doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't it, it doesn't disqualify you from adopting another 10 children and getting your full discount. But that first adopted child, if you're bringing that child into the marriage, no. Adoption should be done within marriage, apparently. So I wonder if I were to divorce Danny and I were to marry a woman, would they recognize that? And then I, we had a baby. Because he's not recognizing same-sex Ex- marriage. Exactly. That's my point. Except you had a child... Out of wedlock. Out of marriage. wedlock in your first marriage. I guess so. Which I did not. But according, did. according to him, I did. This harkens back to this case that... <laughs> yeah, all you can do is laugh at this stuff. Judge Tina Callahan ruled on, and Greg Abbott at the time was, was the attorney general for the state of Texas, and chimed in and said, you can't recognize a divorce between these two men because we don't recognize the marriage. I mean, it was, it was right. the most ridiculous... Right. I wonder if that couple ever got divorced. I think they. I think they finally eventually got they did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did. Hmm. Because it sat in the Texas Supreme Court for years. I think it, they ultimately ruled in her favor. Yeah. Hmm. I had a conversation with her about it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So right one other end. bill that I love. It would replace school counselors with religious chaplains. Now, this was introduced by Senator Mays Middleton of uh, Galveston um, to make sure that we get the very finest chaplains. There would be no requirements and they'd be exempt from any state certification because, you know, religion and wow, wow. So anyone off the street could qualify and fill your child with non-indoctrination things in a in an official counseling session. Well, see, I'm wondering if, if there's a requirement that they need to be Christian chaplains. Oh, I'm sure. And would say the Methodists, if you're a Methodist minister, would you qualify? If you're a gay minister, would you qualify? Oh, what, what, if, what if you're Muslim? I'm just yeah. thinking that they're going to disqualify other Christians. Well, I'm, I'm, I would think Jewish and Muslim. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're out the door. No. Yeah. Thank you, but yeah, you re- re- rejected. As you might as, as well be a, a licensed counselor. <laughs> right. So, are you saying? Are you saying they would um, disqualify people because they're not the right kind of Christian? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Gosh, they've never done anything like that before. <laughs> this bill has not been assigned, assigned to a committee yet and probably won't be. And this is also here in Texas. Yeah, uh, Mays Middleton, He's uh, he represents Galveston and I think Brazoria counties. Wow. So, you know, one of the good things about so many stupid bills being written is... The Texas legislature works on a schedule for up until this past Friday, you could file bills. That's cut off. Now for the next so many weeks until beginning of May, bills will be heard in committee. Well, there are just so many bills that can be heard in committee and they have to pass a budget. 
they have to deal with education. They well, have they, to. If they don't, then it's a special session. Then right. Abbott will call a special session. And he'll too. keep calling special sessions till he gets what he wants. But they have to attempt. <laughs> True. So most of these bills are not going to be heard. They were just written. <laughs> Who knows why? There are there were there are thousands, mm-hmm. thousands upon thousands of them, um, and I I I would love to see them get all mangled up, you know, trying to push some crazy bill through and get none of these other things done, um, because what they've really done is they want to impose their um, self perception of morality on the entire state um, and make sure everybody's it's the law of the land for everybody if they don't like having uh, the thought of having a trans kid in their school or they don't or they want to ban books and in libraries and they've there have been you know state governments around the country and and uh, particularly in Florida where they've been empowered to do that um, to the degree that it's um, it's it's a chilling effect on teachers even recommending any books for their students right, right. to read because they they don't want to get mired in that you know that whole thing and in Florida all it takes is one person to object to a book and they take it down. Wow! Can you imagine? I mean that's that's but insanity. There's a what, lot of things it's hard to imagine. What if right somebody now? objects to the Bible? I'm sure that they, they would they, that would be different. Yeah, I I would hope somebody would would pose that yeah. and get rid of all of the copies of the Bible from the library, just to just to portray right. and express how stupid all of this is right. and how authoritarian it is. It's just frightening to me. There's a bill introduced in Florida that says um, if um, if you're a, a gender affirming parent of a child. The state can take custody of your child, right? Even if they don't live in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can come yank your kid. Come get your kid in some other state. That's kidnapping, mm-hmm. literally. This is insanity, and it's all—it's all rolling toward big authoritarian stuff. This is this is not trivial. This is no, very much like 1933 y- y- Germany. Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're laughing at these, the previous bills that David have brought up. I mean, because they're so... They're egre- so ridiculous. They're so ridiculous and egregious. We know they're not, it's not going to become law, but some of these are making uh, making headway. They, they are growing legs, particularly the, um, the, the bills proposed about drag queens. And so th- this one we haven't talked about. So there is a Texas... Um, there's four different bills that have been uh, proposed in Texas that will reclassify. Because I was thinking, how do you ban drag shows? People have the right to have a performance and entertain by and making you, it illegal. So what they're doing, they're what they're doing is they're going to reclassify drag shows as sexually oriented businesses. Any business, i.e., a bar that hosts a drag show, they're going to reclassify it as sexually oriented businesses. So that would mean a, a host of different things, including higher taxes, fees, zoning laws. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially forcing venues to choose between hosting a drag show or being shut down. That's how they do it. Okay, it's so Shat, Shatzlein's yeah. bill 
the one that he proposed, would um, mean that, or, or when he was caught doing drag, mm -hmm. you know, the pictures of him or the video of him doing drag, he said, oh, it was just a school theater project. Okay, so what? It's still drag. Exactly. His bill is so poorly written, and he's a first-term legislator. Mm -hmm. His The way his bill is written, his school theater project would be classified as a sexually oriented business. Right. Do you know what else would be classified as a sexually oriented business? Do you know what the biggest show on Broadway is this season? Biggest hit? Kinky Boots. Some, some Like It Hot. Oh. <laughs> New musical a version. Yeah, a classic. It, biggest hit on Broadway, biggest hit since the pandemic. It'll be illegal for uh, Broadway Dallas or Dallas Summer Musicals to bring yeah. the show to Dallas. Uh, La Cage Fall, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Cabaret, mm -mm. Mm -mm. yep. These bills are dangerous. They're very dangerous. Well, and, and that's the point. Yeah, that's. I think that's the point. They want to. Um, and they're even calling Florida's legislative session that's underway right now the because we can legislative session. <laughs> yeah, they can. You know, because they're doing all this stuff because they, for no real reason and no uh, democratic. And when you say no real reason, what you're really saying is there hasn't been any harm to any person that this is addressing. Right. None whatsoever. You know, I've said it many times on air before. I, I have literally, I can't count how many drag shows I've been to in my life. Um, at the ones that are um, performed at um, a nightclub, I've never seen a child in the audience. What did, we, where did, where did this come from? You can't bring a kid in a club. And so the drag, the, the, uh, the drag queens that children do see are at libraries doing drag hour. And what are they doing? They are reading books that all kids read. Where's this sexual stuff coming from? Yeah, I don't get it. Cassie Nova wrote a piece in Dallas Voice this week, and she said the difference is that when she's doing and getting ready for her nightclub act, it's raunchy, it's out there, it's what people are going for. It's, in it's chock full of bad, bad puns that we love. I was about to say. But <laughs> when she's doing... Drag queen story time. It's totally different. She's Cinderella. She really is. She's. It's, 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 it, you can't compare the two. She prepares for it. And any drag queen. Right. That's responsible. And the library is working with them. Do you know Jenna and uh, Cassie both took basically a class with the head of the Dallas Public Library on how do you read to children effectively? Yeah. And they do it well. They do it. They do a great job. Yeah. We need to take a break. You're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON FM. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Ron Landis and the late Patty Fink. And we'll be back with more right after this. This is Raphael McDonald from Resource Center Dallas. You're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON FM. And this is Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here with Laron Landis and the late Patty Fink. And we are just catching up on the latest news. Um, so, we, the, so just before the break, we were talking about the pro, four different proposed bills in Texas to ban 
or reclassify, uh, which essentially will ban uh, drag shows in Texas. Well, one state has successfully done it already, Tennessee. <clears throat> Tennessee governor just, um, uh, just signed a bill that, um, that bans, well, not only drag shows, but also bans gender-affirming health care for transgender kids. So what this does is doctors cannot prescribe puberty blockers or hormone treatments to kids anymore. That's, so, that's the, insane. It's, again, something that's totally reversible. <laughs> that's something between the doctor and the parents and the child, and they can't do it anymore. And uh, the American, uh, the ACLU is challenging these uh, th these bills in court. Thank you. What's insane to me about all of this approach is that it's really so um, so entitled. These people who are wanting to do all of these bills and get these bills passed, they don't want those to apply to them and their kids. They want it no, to apply to everybody else because they'll say, oh, parents' rights, parents' rights, parents' rights. But not if your kid is trans. Right. Then we're coming after you as a parent. You're, you have no rights. Right. Your, your parenting is, is, you know, is causing a danger to your kid. But my parenting of my kid which dictates I need to limit what books can be read by everybody. Um, you know, I'm perfect. Mm -hmm. And I have these rights to do all of these things, but you don't. Okay, so Tennessee's governor signed the bill, and of course that day <coughs> a picture from his yearbook showed up w with him in drag. And he said, uh, the shows can't be conflated with lighthearted school traditions. That's a quote. Because drag shows are serious? This lighthearted entertainment argument is just so full of it. But, but and even, the lieutenant but, governor. But even then, the, 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 this lighthearted entertainment, their bill still covers that. Um, Tennessee's first in the nation drag bill, Senate Bill 3, prohibits drag performances from public venues where any child might be present. And a school is public. And as a, a, schools are public. Okay, and the lieutenant governor, just this weekend, according to the Washington Post... Now, he's a homophobic mm -mm -mm. also. Uh, he left flirtatious comments on a 20-year-old gay man's Instagram. Where he's in, in photographs with him in, like, modeling underwear and stuff. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And lots of them. He's prolific on social media. The, the lieutenant governor. Wow. And he says he's just, you know, complimenting constituents. <laughs> Is that what he's doing? So complimented drag queen. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. It, you can't even make this up. Oh, my God. You it's, can't. Okay. Well, we've known for years that the most homophobic people are aroused by gay porn. Yeah, well, they've done a lot of studies about that. They yeah. have. Do you think... Like physical, mechanical testing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And guess who? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, do you think these people who are so against drag are turned on by it? I don't know why they're fixated on other people's genitals and drag. And as one drag, drag queen um, said in the, to the media this week, I, I don't think it's about a man in a wig. This is not about a man in a wig. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's something much deeper in the the psyche of 
There's something going on there. Yeah, yeah. But, but when did this start, though? This is just like, you know, the past year, drag has been, of course, drag has been going on for centuries, but drag has been, um, with, you know, with RuPaul's Drag Race, it's become so mainstream. It's like, it's not a big deal now. All of a sudden, just the past year, it's like drag queens have a big target on their back. I don't know what prompted this. Because they need a target. I guess so. So if you're going to go after trans kids, and they, the funny thing is they're not going after trans boys who no. want to play sports. No. They're going after trans, trans girls, girls who want to play sports. Mm -hmm. And then, first it started with the bathroom bills, and then we went to the sports. It was sort of all mixed together. And then they went everywhere because they decided that everyone who uh, who is not exactly like them is grooming children and all of this stuff. And so, oh, we have to do it for the children without even looking at their own <laughs> behaviors or how they've partaken in the, in the same um, activities, mm -hmm. like, like dressing up in drag. <laughs> this, is, this is not, a, you know, it's such, it's such a novel thing. Like you said, it's been around for millennia. For millennia. <laughs> this is nothing new. And suddenly it's this really awful thing because they need a target. They, yeah. They've never been able to run, win, or govern without targeting human beings that are not exactly like them. Whether it's immigrants, whether it's gay people, whether it's trans people, non-binary people, um, Asians. Mm -hmm. I mean, pick somebody out here. And there's, there, there are bills introduced across the country in these legislatures um, seeking to target all of us. All of us. Who are not white, cisgender. Straight. Straight. Supposedly. Christianist. <laughs> the right kind of Christian. Yeah, yeah nationalist, the whole thing. If we're not exactly like that, there's, there's a bill out there for targeting you yeah. in some way, shape, or form. It's here in Texas. They're going after people who are, are binational or are Chinese nationals and saying they can't own any property. Yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, it's that's... not just about the queers. It's not about, you know, just the LGBTQIA++. It's not just about us. It's about everybody who is not who does not meet this this very specific mold, mm -hmm. and if if you don't if you don't fit in the mold, we're coming for you. And it's sad, it's scary that right now it looks like, especially if you're in Florida or Texas or Tennessee, they're coming for you and have a good chance to get you. Yeah, and we already know it's a, it's you know nationwide on women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, God. Well, we don't have time to talk about Walgreens, but well, go ahead. So <laughs> it's bad enough that in these red states, um, abortion has been practically or almost outlawed altogether. Now, the uh, uh, can't think of the name of the medication, but the abortion pill that what is known uh, known the as the morning after pill is what it's usually called. That too. Um, so now one of the major pharmacy retailers, probably one of the largest in the country, has said that they will not dispense that drug in those states. So even in, in states that where even in states fully legal. where it's fully legal. So California has already responded and says that they don't want to do business with that with, with that retailer anymore if they if they go through with this. So it's just interesting. It's just scary. It's like slowly, surely, they are going to succeed with nationwide ban on abortion in some way or another. 
Well, well that's the goal. That is the goal. Um, so five women went to the Texas Capitol this week, and they're saying that their lives were in danger and they were unable to get abortions. Now, in Texas, it is legal to get an abortion if your life is in danger. It's just that doctors don't want to do it because you have to. The, this legislature doesn't trust the opinion of a doctor. Right. Well, the doctors are kind of like dubious about well, what is what, what is considered your life being in danger? You know, you practically have to be on your deathbed. So they're just overly cautious. They don't want to be, uh, I guess, get in trouble and have a lawsuit against them. I, I can't blame them. It's more than just get in trouble or have a lawsuit. It's prison time. Prison time, absolutely. You lose your license and go to prison for yep. life. Yeah, because you saved a life. And it's, to me, it's just idiocy, and it's the, it's the um, chauvinism of pure misogyny. Oh, absolutely. Um, because this is this is only affecting women, and it's basically saying women are are not as human and fully human as men. Um, but to me, it's like if you have. Um, I was talking with Aaron about this um, just last night. If you have, if you have a really expensive car, let's say like a hundred thousand dollar car, and you go on a road trip and you blow a tire. And uh, but there you are, like within feet of uh, a 24-hour store that uh, gas station with a mechanic on hand and tires. Um, and you pull in there and you say, "I need to change my tire." <coughs> they say, "No, no, no! You can't. We can't. Do, we can't serve you here. You have to. You have to get back on the highway and go to the next one." Well, that's going to ruin the rim. Mm -hmm. And mess with my axle and all of those things that comes with it. Right. Um, and they say, well, no, the next one's like, you know, 10 miles down the road. Well, that'll destroy my car. Right. Well, you, that's all you can do. We can't, we can't help you. We know what this is going to lead to. This is not rocket science. Nope. We know that the rim of the, of the wheel is going to get destroyed. <coughs> Possibly setting your entire car on edge on the on the pavement at speed mm -hmm. um but we can't do anything with to help you we can't do anything even though we know that this is the time you should take action mm -hmm. not later down the road mm -hmm. not after you've destroyed something of great value like a woman's life um yeah, you know, we just we're we're just gonna you know let you you have to do that that's because the state says you have to and government says you have to. And one of the women, if I'm not mistaken, had to go to, I believe, Colorado mm -hmm. to um, get the procedure um, because, again, she, I think she was pregnant with twins, and they had to take care of one um, or she was going to lose both. And uh, you would think that's saving two lives. You would think that's yeah. saving two lives, but no. No, they, they wouldn't do it. So there's another lawsuit. Uh, three women were sued by the ex-husband of a fourth woman for wrongful death for helping his ex get abortion medication the, the morning after pill. Yeah. So the ex-husband is suing the three women who helped. Yes. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Even though the woman, the woman who who had the the uh, the pregnancy, um, had already filed for divorce against him. <laughs> oh, they're divorced. And they, they were eventually fully divorced, but at the time, it, it was 
you, she had she had sought the abortion pill at well after she'd already filed for divorce from this guy. So, so is he doing this for spite to get back at her for divorcing sure he him? Of course, she, he's not suing her. We can't under the law. Under the law, it's not you don't go after the the woman who had the abortion. You go to all the other people, and it's uh, and it's okay. just a, a you know free free for all. You know, anybody can sue anybody. I was going to say it would make a little sense if he went after her, but not the other three. Now, the article I read said that he's suing for millions. I thought you could sue for ten thousand dollars. Yep. He said he's suing for millions. Well, we'll see where the whole thing yeah, goes. We'll see if it even, it, it might just be thrown out of court. Uh, suing based on the law. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the law ju- needs to be challenged, and I'm sure true. it is under challenge. But judges have the power to throw anything out of the court. They do all the time. Hmm. Uh, well, today's daylight savings time, and one of the bills in the legislature is to make daylight savings time year round. You for it? In Texas? In Texas. Would it be just Texas doing that? No, there's a, I think there's two other states that already do it, right? There are a number of states. Yeah. Well, there's a federal bill that passed in the Senate, but it didn't pass in the House. And it's got to start over again because that was from the last session. Yeah. So it's not anywhere. A lot of people actually believe this is the last one. And we're like, no, no, it did not pass federally. Okay. At all. Um, but let's suppose it doesn't pass federally. Would Texas just be out there by itself? <laughs> Arizona doesn't observe yeah. daylight savings yeah. time. That's right, Arizona does. There's a Midwestern state, and I forgot There's which a piece one. of Indiana. It's not even all of Indiana. All right. There's oh, a piece wow. of Indiana that doesn't do daylight savings right. time. Uh, so, so during daylight savings time, no, during regular time, they're on all on the same time. It's so confusing. See, that's where you really need a cell phone and a smartphone, so you can do all of those locations in your world clock so you can just because if you did business with these folks you know like are they open or are they not open right i I hope this one passes i hate daylight savings to to answer your question i i really don't care either way oh i hate daylight daylight savings it doesn't bother me either way i like it to be sunny well if they do away with it it'll be daylight savings time year round we just won't change our clocks anymore it's the changing the clocks that i can't stand Oh, well, do you change the batteries in your all of your smoke alarms and no. all of that stuff? <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> the only thing I find disturbing about this whole concept is that they, they say there are really harms to all of our nocturnal clocks, our diurnal clocks, if we go with permanent daylight savings time rather than regular time. Oh, okay. So... Hmm. You know, like if you're just going to get rid of it, or we would still have the, you know, if you went with just the, the time that it really is, or the time, the pretend time. Mm-hmm. Well, all time is pretend. It's a man-made thing. Well, not to not to cows that need to be milked and <laughs> chickens laying eggs, and they know what time now it is. Now she's calling Aaron a cow. Oh wow! Aaron, if you're listening, <laughs> wow, not we true. love you. Not true. Although I will say, our two dogs have a watch, and they can tell time. Uh, uh, they, when it's time for them to eat in the in the morning and the evening, the, uh, they are there. I mean, look, we look at the clock. Oh my god! Oh no, you no, know, that's my, my cat. My last. <laughs> no, my dog. cat knows time. 
My last dog would sit on the steps at 10 to 10 and wait for me to come upstairs to go to bed. I don't know how that dog knew, but no, by, they know. Mon- by they know. Monday... And how do you think they know? They, they know the time because changed. of the, the sun, the, right, the, right. how long but it's ha- been... But that dog adjusted to daylight savings time the first day. How did she know? Mm. Well, that, I think that's a fluke because our dogs take a while and they, they're like... You know, this is a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the spring where they have to wait another hour. They're right. like, "No, this is this is so bad. This is a this we're being completely ripped off here." Hmm? <laughs> one other uh bill and we need to take a break in just a minute, but one other bill would end end the ban on Sunday liquor sales. And I didn't realize we still had that because that's how much I drink. It's a blue law. It's, I thought it was. I thought they loosened it. You can buy up to a certain time, but yeah, maybe, maybe, it, you know, maybe not. You can buy beer and wine. Oh, that's what it is. Because yeah, okay. You can go to a bar. You just can't go to a liquor store. Can't go to a liquor store. And by liquor store, we mean the hard it's stuff. The hard stuff. The, yeah. Yeah. Beer and wine sales are illegal. Okay, that's what. That's. What and you'll see is. even in you know around North Texas. The, and it's a legacy of the of that of these laws, where there'll be the same business, you know, ex liquor store, and they have one side that's just beer and wine and one side that's just liquor, and they can lock the door on the liquor right. side. That's true. And keep the beer and wine open on Sunday, and the other one closed on Sunday. That's so ridiculous. It, it is, is ridiculous. I've, I've I've always thought the law at all was ridiculous. I don't understand it. If it's okay to drink. Yeah. If it's okay to drink. Don't tell me what day I can drink. <laughs> exactly. Don't tell me what day I can buy it. <laughs> this is this is old time stuff. This though, is old time stuff. With the blue laws. And yet it's very, very modern because if we can ban books, then we can impose a morality because you think your religion allows you to do it. But I can't impose mine on you mm-hmm. um, by law. You know what's and this is this is all. They're so gonna get rid of these laws that did that, but let's impose some new ones. My synagogue meets in a Methodist church, and when we were moving into the church, uh, the pastor said to us, "Now this is a Methodist church. We're dry," and I said, "Ooh." <laughs> <laughs> we use wine as part of the service. Right, right. So he said, "Well, how many people drink the wine?" And I said, "Just the rabbi." So he said, ah, it's just sacramental wine, and it, it's not like you're here drinking. So a few months later, it was a Jewish holiday, and I said to him, now, I know we can use wine as, you know, as a sacramental wine, but as part of this holiday, we were going to have sacramental martinis. <laughs> and he said, no. <laughs> but that's an across-the-board thing. You're listening to Lambda <laughs> Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with the late Patty Fink and Laron Landis, and we'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this. Hi, this is Candy Markham, and I listen to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. Listen. And this is Lambda Weekly. We're just chatting today chatting having a good time the oscars are tonight tonight is the gay super bowl 
a.k.a. the Academy Awards. Um, I'm just telling Patty, I hadn't really, I'm so behind. I'm so behind on my movies. Uh, so I really re didn't really want to talk about specifics of the Academy Awards tonight. But there is a new um, kind of a thorny subject that's come up in the, the awards uh, world. And that is some people are wanting to do away with gender-specific categories, i.e., they don't want a, no longer a best actor, best supporting actor, best actress, best supporting actress. They want those those categories taken away, just all gender neutral. Now, some award shows have already done it, like the Grammys. There used to be a best uh, female pop performance, uh, a pop, best female pop vocal performance. That's no longer. It's been about five years now, and they're just all gender specific. Same thing with the MTV uh, Movie Awards and the Spirit Awards. Um, so, so they're doing just best performance. Just best performance. Um, and so others like the Tony Awards, Oscars, Emmys, and the Golden Globes, they have not done away with them, but there's a push for it. And what prompted this is some non-binary actors. Um, what is this person's name? I'm sorry, I can't... Uh, well, it'll just mean less awards. Well, and that, and, and there's well a not necessarily. So that's kind of what I thought. Uh, there's been a, a mix of reactions. Some people are saying, no, let's keep it. Some are saying, no, they want to be more inclusive. Um, but what, I can't find the, the, the actor's name. But basically, they were nominated for uh, a Tony in the Best Actress category. And they told them to withdraw it because they are non-binary. So I understand it. I want, it. I want everybody to be included. But I, I'm kind of with Patty. I think if you do that, let's say you do, you're automatically... Particularly with the Oscars, you're automatically cutting away 50% of the awards that were given. Mm -hmm. So, well, for the acting I mean, awards, for the acting, for the awards. acting awards, it could be best performance in a drama, best performance in a comedy, best performance in a or best best supporting performance. But the problem with that is, or the danger, then that that's the possibility that they can all still be given to men. Exactly, because like, like um, there, there's a button. Some of the biggest awards of the Oscars are uh, have always been gender neutral. Best film, best producer, uh, best, best producer, best director. This year, best director. Not a single woman is nominated. That doesn't mean any women didn't do make any great films this year. But and only one one woman's won. Only one woman's won ever. So if you do that, then yeah, I, that's that's a big danger. So I just, what did y'all think about yeah. it? Do you think it should do away with them? No. Um, now, somebody who's non-binary, I think, should be able to be nominated f for the performance. Well, one, I, I, I agree. <laughs> one uh, person threw out that they should be nominated, a non-binary a non person should be nominated for the gender of the role that they played. So Unless they're it, playing a non-binary character. Oh, exactly, but what if they're playing a non-binary character? What do you do? I say just add a third category. Um, best performance, best overall performance. You can still have best actress, still have best actor, but then have overall best performance. Well, but then it would be odd if best female performance, Laron Landis, but best performance, Patty Fink. I mean, but it could happen. Quick, let, let's let's take the Grammys. You have best R and B album. Mm -hmm. That's a category. You have best country album. You have best pop album. All those are three different categories. But then you do have the best album of the year, and sometimes it's none of those that won. Well, that's true. Trump. 
So I say just yeah. just add a third category. That would be my that would be my solution. But anyway, I thought I thought it was interesting. I don't know if the Academy Awards are going to move in that direction at some point, but we'll see. Well, they're about to have like the second the potential for the second person woman of color to win an award so, <laughs> in all of their history. <laughs> So at the pace that the Academy Awards is moving, in terms of being inclusive. Right, right. I don't think um, that's going to change anytime soon. Right. And I, I have a feeling that if it moved to that and we just had one generic one, it would all be white men. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yep. If, and if a woman won, happened to win at some, you know, once every 10 years or something, it would be a white woman. <laughs> so I think there are a lot more opportunities to be inclusive if we yeah. continue as we are today and maybe be more inclusive. Just be more inclusive. Just be more inclusive. Um, I don't know. I, I can see both ways. Yeah, I can too, but I'm leaning towards not to change it. Yeah, there's, there's still work to be done within twice as many awards mm -hmm. being given. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, so what do you think of the Republican race for the nomination so far? Pence, I guess it was yesterday, uh, condemned Trump, saying history will hold Donald Trump accountable for January 6th. Pence is toast. He's been toast before he's even stepped foot yeah. in the race. Yeah. And but I think it's kind of shocking that he even said that. Well, for Pence, yeah. You know, certainly got permission from mother to <laughs> to say it. I bet. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I I'm I don't like any of them on the other side. To with the possibility of winning. CNN put out a list of who's possibly running, and there's DeSantis, of course, Nikki Haley, who's already announced, Pence, Tim Scott. Who's that? He's the. Um, black congressman from senator a senator from is south, it north carolina? Or south carolina south. oh him that's right okay i know who you're talking about ted cruz chris sununu uh chris christie mike pompeo but they also had in their list liz cheney do you think she is thinking about running in the republican party that threw oh, her she out? wouldn't run in the republican party i think she'd run in as an independent if she ran. I, don't I was about to say, run. I don't think she would run at all. I don't think she's going to run at all. Yeah. And then they listed Will Hurd uh, is thinking of running. For president? Uh-huh. Now, Will Hurd is a congress, was a congressman uh, representing El Paso. He was close friends with Beto O'Rourke. When, yeah. when Beto was in Congress. When Beto was in Congress. And they knew each other from El Paso. Mm -hmm. Their districts... Um, El Paso is split, and it's, they both have long, meandering, gerrymandered districts that they gerrymandered so that one of them would be Democratic, one would be Republican. Um, you didn't mention Nikki Haley, who was already declared. Yeah, he mentioned Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Um, so far, the only uh, woman candidate. Right. None of those interest you? None. None. I mean, the only one, which he's already ran, so I don't think he's going to run again, but the only one that would have, like, okay, that's not so bad would be Chris Christie. Oh, he'd be horrible. I think he'd be terrible. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying he would be, but compared to the rest. <laughs> well, I like Will Hurd. I'm not saying I'm voting for him. No, yeah, it's the same thing I'm saying about Chris Christie. I'm saying I'm not voting for him, but compared to the rest. Liz Cheney, I think, would be an interesting choice. Chris Sununu, though, is not that bad. I don't know much about him. He's, He's over governor there. of New Hampshire. For His the daddy of, was chief of staff for Reagan. Uh, Reagan or Bush? Uh, I think H.W. Bush. Maybe H.W. Um, but out of all these candidates, do you really think anybody has a shot to... I, I, I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion that Trump is going to get the nomination again. I'm not so sure. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I'm, I, I don't see how you... His, his, his fan base or whatever, they're still steadfastly behind him. I don't know that they're that big, though. They're, a lot of them have already defected to DeSantis. See, I keep seeing um, the, the numbers switch up, go up and down about DeSantis. Um, I, I personally think DeSantis is, doing, is using Mein Kampf as his playbook. Uh, he's, he's, I mean, he just declared the other day, we're just getting started. Yeah, yeah. Coming after people. But do you think DeSantis has the national appeal that Trump had or has? Well, it's those to, who, the, to, the, to those to their people. Well, of, of those I've seen interviewed who have defected from Trump and gone to DeSantis, mm -hmm. they they say that um, Trump has has lost his his, his mojo, uh, his, his mojo, and DeSantis is you know on the rise, and mm. and Trump is is not going to you know survive to get to the nomination, but mm. you know that's. We'll see. We'll see. We, we, we're got now, a long way. In 2016, when Trump was first nominated, nominated, um, media paid no attention to the other 18 candidates, and everything was about Trump. They're not doing that this time. No, they're not. And that'll hurt him. Yeah. What do you think about this Fox thing? I was just going to ask that. <laughs> I think that's fascinating. That Tucker Carlson had even said something like, uh, well, in a few days we'll, we'll be rid of this guy. I can't stand him. Or I hate him. I hate yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the lawsuit. Well, I am, but it's all the stuff that's come out because gotcha. of the lawsuit. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. There's so much evidence. There's so much. That they acted with malice that, and I think that's what these filings are about, really, is to get this, the judge to do a summary judgment. Yeah. Say, totally guilty. Yeah. And what I what I've um, when you when you hear the pundits talk about this stuff and what's what's going on with it, it's a real possibility they could bankrupt Fox because mm -hmm. the one point six billion dollar um, request or demand through the lawsuit is compensatory damages, mm -hmm. and that doesn't even touch punitive. So if you're going to deter someone from doing this again, a major news network, it could be six, ten, twenty billion dollars in terms of punitive damages that could just, you know. But but they were total chickens about it anyway. I mean, all of these text messages that we've seen and statements that they've made about, um, you know, we can't, we have to follow our 
our listeners we can't you know right. our listeners our, our our viewers are everything and no, we can't break the it to them yeah we can't break it to them that the, that trump actually lost we can't possibly tell them the truth about that because they'll turn on us well you set yourself up for that yeah because when you, you became a news organization that's what the news does <laughs> we and, reported and, trump and, won. And, and, and their defense they in in past legal uh, a lawsuit some years ago they said they are not a news organization they are an entertainment, entertainment. Com- company that's why i said so there, there might be one way that they get out of this <laughs> so news corp to me right news corp is to news as cheese whiz is to cheese <laughs> exactly. <It's> just like <laughs> right yeah People don't people don't realize that they say they are not news and in, in legal documents. And, and that's that, what that's what Limbaugh said too. Yeah. He says, "Oh, I don't, I didn't lie to people. I didn't rile people yeah. up. I was, I'm just an entertainer. They're an entertainment company. But but you you can't you can't get that through Fox listeners' head. No, but you know you're just being inter, you you're being entertained. You're being entertained. <laughs> And entertainment, we know, is not truth. You know, journalism is the only profession that's protected under the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have an obligation when you call yourself a news organization, and they call themselves Fox News. They don't call themselves Fox Entertainment. Fox Entertainment is a different division of that that company. Actually, they sold it off, the entertainment part. But when it was all part of it, Mm -hmm. the entertainment division made movies the news division did fox news news people are not obligated to always get it right we've gotten it wrong mm-hmm. i mean you just do but there's a difference but to intentionally intentionally get it wrong and know to you know the wrong. truth and report the opposite of it right emphatically you know, I mean, they're not out there just saying, oh, you know, you know, oh, well, Trump will say that Trump won, even though we know he lost. No, they this is the topic night after night after night, day after day mm-hmm. of active, proactive discussion saying this the election was stolen when, in fact, it was not. Right. So it's not happenstance. It's not like, you know. It's just a news story, and it went away. Like Toast, did you hear about Toast this week? The little the little puppy that they found. And they were trying to decide in Dallas. And they the police found him, the little puppy. They were trying to decide whether he's a dog or a coyote. Hmm. And they did the DNA test, and it came back, and it was in the news yesterday. And he's a German Shepherd, Mix. Australian. He's got a big long list, but okay. he's a dog. <laughs> I mean, that's a one-shot piece of news. You would think that, you know, Trump losing the election would be kind of, you talk about it for a while and it's over, and you move on to something else. That's They've never done that. They've no. lingered and bought into it. So, of course, they know what they're doing. Of course, they know it's a lie. And, and when I talk about we've gotten it wrong, Every newspaper's gotten it wrong. The New York Times sometimes gets it wrong. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and when they know they got it wrong, what do they do? They'll print out or they'll come back with a retraction. Fox doesn't do that. No. And in fact, there's speculation that one reason they, they're going to go to trial, it's supposed to go to trial to a jury in April, 
but I think there's all this preparation is to do sub, a summary judgment by the judge. Um, but um, if they were to do that, then part of us and, and try to get out of the jury trial would be some sort of settlement. And as part of that settlement, Demay has already said that they will require right. Fox to say on the air and not just once, not just a blurb, but continuously that they lied. Yeah. And Fox is not going to do that. Mm-mm. They're going to take their chances at, at a jury trial unless there's a, there's a summary judgment that says. And the thing is, this is the, evidence. this is partially a defamation lawsuit, <coughs> and defamation is so hard to prove. The bar is set really high. Well, I think they've met it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and beyond. And beyond. We are just about out of time. I had one other story that I just saw. You know, SVB Bank went out of business. Mm-hmm. Did you have your, your fortune there? No. Um, <laughs> but I saw a blurb that they had just paid bonuses to their executives hours before the shutdown. Wow. Interesting. You kind of feel bad for a company going out of business, the number of people that will lose their jobs. But when you hear that. Scummy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So um, the next show isn't here. So I'm going to put on some music. Hold on. Maybe, maybe, um, Maybe they didn't get the memo about the time change. Maybe they didn't. Honestly, I didn't realize until I woke up and Danny said something to me about it. I'm like, oh, really? Um, you know what? Let, let me do the top of the hour. Okay. <laughs>